Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from the J Cave. I am joined not by Bill Murphy tonight. I am joined tonight by his companions and friends. Allie is here and Justin are here. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Sorry, we have that awkward silent moment. The awkward, silent, delayed moment is already hitting all of us here. It's all good. But Justin is here and Allie is here. They were both here last week filling in for me while I was away. And now they are filling in for Bill while he is away. So we're all glad to be here tonight. And tonight's topic on the Superview Show's mixed bag is franchises we want to see return to theaters. What does that entail? Well, let's say there's a movie or a franchise that came out, let's say, 10 years ago or five years ago. And they, they made a couple of films of it. and they haven't made any films since, and we want to see what they we want to see what we, we would love to see another film in that franchise. And let's get to it, shall we? I'm gonna start off the show tonight Ooh. with a movie with a movie that came out in 1987. They've been talking about rebooting the franchise, but I would just love to see another one of these films in particular because I'm a big fantasy guy, a big sci-fi guy. Who would not want to see another He-Man movie, ladies and gentlemen? Let's be real. <laughs> He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. This franchise is a goldmine opportunity to extend the continuing story or rebooted story. Either one, I'm fine with whatever. Whatever. But He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, it came out in 1987, starring Dolph Lundgren, who was also in Rocky IV. And uh, it is about you know He-Man, the world's strongest man, and therefore he wants to save the universe from Skeletor. Guys. Am I crazy for thinking about He-Man? Let's start with Allie. <laughs> I was shocked when you told me about this, and now you make me think of that whole He-Man meme thing. Yes. And I say, one. this happens. Can we please hear that in the big fight scene? Oh, yes. Totally. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Definitely. So, but yeah, I mean, Allie, you, like, have you seen the He-Man movie? Have you seen Have you seen the cartoon and stuff like that at all? I've no? seen clips of the cartoons but the only cartoon i saw again was on the youtube the whole meme thing with the whole singing you know oh yeah yeah hey yeah, what's, yeah, the, yeah. what's going on song by three non-blondes yeah what's going on everyone it's the uh, he-man he here no i'm just kidding um but yeah i am i would love to see another he-man movie in general whether it be a reboot or just this franchise has this this property has so much potential and truthfully i've said this before and i'm justin might correct me on this but if he, he, might, he might correct me on this but it literally is Lord of the Rings meets Star Wars, if done correctly, with fantasy and sci-fi together. Justin, am I right or wrong? And would you like to see another He-Man movie? Only as Skeletor calls his henchmen incompetent boobs. <laughs> yes, incompetent boobs. Oh nothing God, yeah. nothing but Skeletor calling his, his henchmen that completely. I'm all for it. Um. No, but Justin, you and I have talked about He-Man before on the show. What what do you think about He-Man and in general? And would you like uh, to see a, another film? I I never got into He-Man. Um, <sighs> I'm sorry. It, it's hard to get into something where you can only take it as seriously as its adult film parody because it already looked like it did the work. <laughs> It's sad but true if you really think about it. It's like it, it, it cuz the film was in 1987. It was with Dolph Lundgren. 
And I mean, don't they, you got to get a big guy to play He Man in general? But like the the fact that they got Dolph Lundgren, forget it. That was, yeah. I mean, the movie was the movie great at all? No. But was it a pretty? I mean, for what for what it was worth, was it good though? I mean, let's be real. You just have a blank stare. I mean, it was worth to see. Uh, what's his name is Skeletor. Um, oh, um. I forget the actor's name. Franklin Jell. Franklin yeah. Jell. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! But I just this would be a good one. I feel like this would be a good forever, good property to revitalize, redo. You got Chris Hemsworth in there as Thor, or you know he's already Thor. Why not make him He Man? Screw it. Why not? I mean, Chris Are you Hemsworth. Sure Chris Hemsworth. What's that? We don't want to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson take on He Man. Well, Dwayne, Dwayne's already Black Adam, but I feel like if Dwayne The Rock Johnson was He-Man, that would be like, I mean, that's not like the best casting in my opinion, but that would be like the ultimate, that's like, wow. What's that, Justin? I just, uh, I just Yeah, Dwayne Johnson as Man, that would just be testosterone overload. Yes. <laughs> Full on. I mean, have you seen his SNL bit where he was the Rock Obama? Of course. That was great too. But um, but yeah, that's that's my first pick, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe coming back to cinema at some point. I'm all for it. Mm. Oh, we, yeah. How about that? Um, but yeah, that's my first pick. But Ali, let's go over to you. What's your first franchise you'd love to see back in theaters? So this franchise last had a film in 2004. And if Bill was here, you know what I would say? Kill Bill. I've been right. Kill Bill. Oh, <laughs> Kill Bill? Knows Kill Bill. You're gonna because have to I would love to that. see a third movie come out with it where we see well black mom wait be where we see bb black mama black mom well the bride his daughter all grown up getting vengeance on her mother and for those of you guys who haven't seen the first two parts pretty much it's the bride getting revenge on her like mafia on her squad after they tried to kill her Mm-hmm. Without telling the leader that the baby she had was his. Ooh, <laughs> it's it's a really good pair of movies. Um, <laughs> I I'd love to see a continuation of any of Tarantino's movies, honestly. I mean, to think having it take place when not only the bride's daughter grows up, but also one of the, is it Copperhead? The one that dies in the beginning of volume one and her four-year-old daughter's watching. I believe that was Copperhead. That was Copperhead. Seeing her take revenge for her mother. Given that vengeance. And now to think about it, because originally when I heard this would happen, I would have thought Ronda Rousey would be BB. But now I kind of want to see Uma Thurman's daughter 
take on that role. Maya Hawke. For those of you guys who haven't seen Stranger Things, she's Robin and one of my favorite characters besides Steve. She's really good in it, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd lo I'd love to see continuation of it. Um, the Kill Bill movies, particularly, particularly, just such an homage to like animation, um, J Japanese uh, anime, uh, just all of these uh, different stylized. Uh, <clears throat> Choices that Tarantino uses in that movie, I just I'm in love with. I'm in love with what he does in those movies. Um, it's it's like the right combination of crazy, cool, funny, um, disturbing, and. I'd love to see more of it. <laughs> what do you think, JT? I am all for this. Because <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, as like a filmmaker in general, I mean, he, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant filmmaker. But haven't they talked about Kill Bill Volume 3 at some point, though? They've talked about this for years. And nothing has been up. Hmm. All talk, no play. They really got to bring that one back. I mean, because I mean, like, the first two films were like huge successes too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Like I mean, I'm for those who are listening to us, and not listening, and who are not who are not watching us live, just Google Kill Bill, and you'll understand how it was on a budget of thirty million dollars, and it made one hundred eighty million for part one, and part two made. Hold on, let's find it. Part, so both films, both films combined on a budget of sixty million for both films. Both films made over three hundred million dollars worldwide. That wasn't one of them nominated for an Oscar. I believe Probably. so. Let's see. Hold on. Let's check. Accolades, the Academy Awards, Kilbo no, One or Kilbo Two. They got a Golden Globe. They got it. It was nominated. nominated the best actress for motion nominated for Uma Thurman for the Golden Globe. Neither Kill Bill movie. Uh, uh, let's see. Academy Award nominations. Really? Neither of them. Now, let's see. Hold on. I want to just check. because I, 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 I'm very curious myself because Kill Bill in general, they're, they're both like in, incredible. Let's see. The Oscars. No. And the first one got a lot of got a lot of stuff. But the second one got a lot of nominations and not, not as many wins. Right. They got a couple of Saturn Awards, though. Nominated for Golden Globes. Another good one. Yeah, no no Oscars, though. But the British Academy Awards got some stuff, though. They got nominations. Oh, okay. Which is, that's, not, that's, actually, that's better than nothing. I mean, the two films combined, though, like the, the budget was $60 million. And if it combined, they both made, like, what, $300 million? If you do the math really quick, it's like $300 million worldwide. That's crazy. Yeah. So I truthfully, Kill Bill three though, or any other sequels, hey, all for it. I didn't even think of this. This is actually a good pick. I'm proud of you, Ali. Where'd you go? Thanks. 
this would be a, I, I'm all for this. I mean, I, if they do it great, I mean, Quentin Tarantino is obviously just sitting at home racking up dollars for once upon a time in Hollywood after all. So why not? You know, <laughs> why not do it? Last movie, whatever that may be. <laughs> He's planning his last one. You know what? He yeah, out of all the genres he's done, he has not done sci-fi. If you're oh my god, it. Tarantino did sci-fi. If he did yeah, Tarantino doing Star Trek, that would have been amazing. They were talking about that. Is that for a JJ Abrams. Yeah. Now that I would see. Like him just like him just taking a franchise and just changing it up a little bit to be like an R-rated Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Kirk square swearing at Spock, Spock, damn it, how could you? You know, whatever, but <laughs> that'd be funny. Okay. Um, then uh, discovering a species of foot people. Exactly. But I mean, Tarantino has, I mean, Kill Bill 3 or Kill Bill 4, or if they would ever do more, I'm all for it too. I, I like that choice, Allie. Thank um, you. Awesome. Justin, your first pick for franchises uh, you want to see return to theaters. This one has a caveat because if they do bring this back, it can't be the way they did it the first time. It has to be a full-on reboot. Okay. I want to see the mask back in theaters. Oh! The mask? Did you say the mask? Do you know why I say this has to be a reboot? Oh, God. Why? <laughs> Because the original source material that the mask was based on is nothing like the Jim Carrey version at all. I did not Um, know that. The original version was very, very dark. Very graphic. It was a Dark Horse comic. Mm -hmm. Um, If that provides any context. Um, so who would you want to play the mask if you were to decide? Honestly, uh, the person who would play him would kind of have like this mousy, mousiness to him, but also a darkness to them. Um, Because the whole thing with the mask is the mask operates on cartoon logic, but no one else does. Um, so kind of like a Beetlejuice thing in some ways. Yeah, but when in the comics, when the mask shoves car parts up someone's you-know-whats, um, it's it doesn't just look like a a cart a cartoon it it they are left as bloody pulps oh gosh yeah um jt look up the mask big head killer am i gonna regret this Maybe. Oh, God. Oh, my God. This is just creepy as hell. Oh, my God. This is the mask. This what? is what it's the mask comedy at all. was. Um, they completely redid the mask 
as a comedy. It's more like a dark horror comedy in the comics. So kind of like a Deadpool in some ways. Not exactly. A little more nihilistic. Ooh, fun. Um, I think there is a middle ground between what the comics did and what the Jim Carrey version did. Okay. But I would love to see what that middle ground is because this could be like something like The Boys or... Yeah, The Boys is actually probably the best comparison. Oh. Um, if if The Boys can get away with what they can get away with, I think that you can do a, a faithful ab- adaptation of The Mask. Maybe on Amazon, too. Ooh. <laughs> or even Netflix could pick it up. Because I mean, Netflix did, does R-rated material. They do, they've done 13 Reasons Why. They've done... Uh, sex education stuff like that and i feel like amazon or netflix would be a good place for it if they were to do it. oh yeah i mean amazon did like what what's the one with the nazis i forget the name of it oh Oh, my god my dad watched that one and i don't remember it like like the hunting i forget what it's called no oh my god i don't remember man the high castle yes that's it that's it That that I mean, if Amazon and Netflix want to pick up the mask and do it right, compared to the 1994 comedy that we got, I mean, you can just for those you're listening to, show me this. But if you just Google the mask comic book compared to the mask movie, you'll see what we're talking about. It's it's crazy. Like Jim Carrey's version was not what it yeah, was. It, it's a completely different. And then there's like this one character who apparently is like impervious to the effects of the mask and he's just chaos uh, incarnate. It, it it gets dark. It gets very, very dark. Mm. Sounds like a Netflix series to me. <laughs> so. Awesome. I mean, but that... That's your pick, right? Yes, this that's my pick. First pick is the mask. Cool. Is it back over to me? Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. My next pick, I purposely picked because of Justin and two reasons. I was just I was literally just watching one of the movies in the in the from the film series. It was originally based on a series of books, but the films were so spread out as far as like time goes, like. One came out in the 60s, the other one came out in the 80s. And there's four books. I would love to see another sequel in this film series of the 2001 A Space Odyssey film series. There's four books. And I love 2001 A Space Odyssey is my top 10 favorite films of all time. Full disclosure. I love that movie to death. I think it's his work of art. But hear me out for a sec. They made one sequel out of there's four books. There's 2001 A Space Odyssey in 1968, I believe. Then there's uh, 2010, The Year We Made Contact. And they made it. They made that into a movie in the 80s. It was like 84 or 5 it came out. I forget. Uh, it, I, I was literally just watching it before we did our stream tonight. And I was saying to myself, you know, there's two other huh. books. There's 2061 and then there's 3001. 
the final odyssey it's all it's all science fiction it's all sci-fi could with modern effects could we see a, a sequel or a sequel in the franchise of the third book 2061 and could we see another film in this franchise i don't know i mean justin's our expert here and i i think i'd love to see i would love to see another film of the in this like you world if you will for those of you who don't know 2001 a space odyssey it's about like it's a sci-fi book based on the origin of human beings and how they come from like a, a one of the moons of jupiter and in the second book and the movie as well like jupiter becomes like um like Jupiter, like the the moon Europa, it's not like the monolith. It's a really it's science fiction to a core, but it's really solid. If you haven't seen any of them, get on it. But I'm all for another film in this series, and I don't I don't know who has the rights to it. I don't know who who has the ownership to it, but I would love to see another film in this series. What do you guys think about this? Let's go start with Allie. I first off, I've never seen it, but I've heard a okay. lot about it. Yeah, and yeah. I would not mind watching all of it and i gotta read the books now you're making me think about it yeah but my question is who do you want to direct this well here's the thing so stanley kubrick directed the first one in 1968 uh the guy named oh, peter hams dead. directed the uh second one as far as who would i like to see direct a sci-fi film like this man uh i i I feel like JJ would just be like lens flares everywhere, truthfully, yeah. <laughs> because he did Star Trek and Star Wars. I mean, he's in the sci-fi realm. I like the director Rupert Wyatt. He directed the first Planet of the Apes film, The Rise of the Planet of the Apes in 2011. Okay. I like that, like because he said he was a good guy to or him or Matt Reeves, truthfully, because I like the way the cinematography was, or even Nolan. The three names right there, so. Hmm. But I would say because Nolan directed Interstellar, which was a sci-fi epic on its own. Uh, but I think Nolan's sticking to original content, whereas Rupert Wyatt and um, the other guy I just mentioned, uh, not JJ. Um, what did you say? Yeah. I said Rupert Wyatt, and I said Reeves. I forget. The guy Reeves. directed Interstellar. Uh, the, so yeah, yeah, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves directed also the Batman movie too that we just got. So. Oh. And I think I think with the right team, the right cinematography, and the right all the other stuff, the right script, you could do twenty sixty one easily. I think that seeing a fran- seeing a, a film franchise return something as epic as this story is. There's two other books. There's untapped potential, and wouldn't it be something if the, the people were like, "Oh, I remember when this movie came out, in like the sixties, the eighties, whatever." They're bringing back another one. Why not? I, I think it'd be pretty cool. I do like. But it has to be a director that could step into a franchise with no problem. Because the first one was Kubrick, the second one was Peter Hams. I don't know any of the films that Peter Hams did. But um, he did a great job with the second one, though. But I think as far as, like, a director, I think I like Rupert Wyatt. I like Matt Reeves. I mean, Nolan, I think Nolan will stay out of franchises outside of Batman because he, he did his own stuff with, like, uh, the Batman films. And he directed, so he directed, he's a big fan of doing his own films, which I, I totally respect it for, truthfully. Um, but I think... If anyone could do it, I think someone like a franchise director like Matt Reeves or Rupert Wyatt could do it personally. But that's me. I mean, the story is really rich to tell. I just wish they would do something with it. You know, mm. it's based on a book, so right. Uh, Justin, you got anything for this or no? So, um, I've seen bits and pieces of two thousand one. Um, okay, it's really slow. 
beginning of 2010. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just... I don't know if this franchise would have legs. Yeah, I see that. It may not have legs. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, it, it could, it, it might uh, have legs if you keep it going. You know what I mean? Sorry about that. You're good, bud. It might have legs. I'm not sure, though, but. I don't know. This is like a sequel um, that played in the game. Anyways, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know if um, people would go out and see this, you know? Um, the only way I can actually see these movies being made is if done by an outdoor filmmaker um, who... And with that, that also brings up the the problem of financing this movie. Um, you'd have to convince a bunch of old people who don't know what to do with their money and convince them that they should put their money into this. Yeah. Okay, well, what is this? Um, well, this happens and this happens. I, I don't know. It seems to be like a hard sell, this one. And no, that makes sense. And just because uh, Kubrick did it, um, maybe that means it should be left well enough alone. Right, right. And even though there's two other books and there's plenty of other story to tell, it's just like, you know, I don't know. That's me, though. So that was my one of my picks for tonight because I would love, I would love I love the story and they never made like a they never made a second one or a third one oh sorry a fourth or a third or fourth one so hmm. I don't know I think it would right be- like I said um, it has to be a filmmaker with a lot of creative control it has to be done practically otherwise why bother right exactly. Um, because 2001 was a practical effect marvel to hmm. do any of that um with cg would be a disservice that is true i will i will say that that actually is very true because there was so much practical use in the film so yeah but hey, I mean, I I feel like anything is possible. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the second film had also had Roy Scheider, and he's he's passed on already. I think Kier Duella is like eighty. So I mean, that that's another thing too. You have you might have to bring him back at some point if they were to do it. But he's also like eighty something years old. So, but that's me. So, but that's my second pick. Yeah, I'd love to see another installment in the 2001 a space odyssey or the space odyssey series of films i'd love to see another one so ali what is your next pick so i know jt and i've talked about this before i was gonna i was gonna put one more of them down but i've decided nah not to but i think i'm gonna do the one that jt and i've talked about and that one is austin powers i feel like after seeing the super bowl commercial 
with the villains in it, I'm like, we need more Austin Powers. Even though, to be honest, I need to see the movies. It's been a while. But it just feels so hilarious. And in a time like where we are, we need something to laugh at. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with a pervert with bad teeth going around asking people if they want to shag now or shag later. <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> Twitter be all over his ass. <laughs> and just to see what Dr. Evil's new plan is, besides taking over GM. I mean, I think the fourth Austin Powers would be something that people are like, wow, they actually brought that back. Dr. Evil should launch a Twitter campaign to against Austin. That would be his evil plan. Or no, I hate to say his evil plan. Run for president. That'd be a little too close to home. I know. But again, we need President Powers. Again, we need something to laugh at and a satirical laughing. This this is turning into my Superman script all over again. <laughs> Bald man running for president that shouldn't. Oh my god. Rip. <laughs> I like this pick though. I think it's good. I think there's potential there. I mean, what the films like what 99, 2000, 2001? Yeah, it's been over 21 years. That's crazy. And get Mike Myers oh, back out there. Oh, you know? remember oh my God. Back in 03. I think all the cast members would be back. But would there also be an Austin Powers Jr. in there or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the cast, including Mike Myers, Mike Myers, and well, Mike Myers. Well, we're missing one. Minnie. Oh, yeah, Mike Myers. <laughs> we don't have many oh, anymore. Here's the question, though. How how do we do Austin Powers 4 without Vern Troyer? I know. Rest in peace. Right. I mean, the answer is more Mike Myers or, or Peter Dinklage. Oh, my God. Mini-me, you threw five inches. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with having Peter Dinklage in Austin Powers. I mean, look how he was in Game of Thrones and in yes. Avengers. I, I I just think though that Mini Me would be a little. Um, this is a horrible horrible joke. I'm sorry. A little below him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not proud of that one. Um, I mean, I, I'm game for another Austin Powers movie. I am. Yeah. Because yeah. I love those movies. I, I still quote them with my dad. And now it gives me a good reason to start watching them wherever they are. There you go. Yeah. Anything else for Austin Powers, guys? No, I'm good. Austin, pa- Mike Myers, make it happen, baby. Make um, it happen. Question: Justin. Who, who, who would the villains of this one spoof? Like, um, 
we had a gold member spoof Goldfinger. You have the spy who shagged me spoofing the spy who loved me. Um, what James Bond movie would this one spoof? Octopussy. Sorry. Or No Time to Die. <laughs> Something more recent. Uh, who, who, what was Christoph Waltz's character in the other one? In, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Blofeld? Yeah, He's already yeah, spoofing Blofeld. All right, I take that back. Never mind. So probably Skyfall or No Time to Die. Those are good ones. Those are real. Excellent. I mean, they're the, they're the two most recent James, James Bond movies. Yeah. Unless you combine them both and do like No Time to Fall. No time to shag. No time to shag. There we go. No time to shag. Austin Powers 4 coming to a a theater near you this fall. There you go. Starring Mike Myers. Starring Michael Myers. (laughs) Be so funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Austin Powers. That should be the villain. That should be the villain of Austin Powers 4. Michael Myers. Wait. Wait, is everyone doing a crossover? With Halloween? Let's do a crossover. <laughs> There's another one to be at. Well, no, that's that's another thing. Is another dream crossovers. Come in next week for our next episode of Mixed Bag Starring, where we talk about crossover films we'd like to see. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, any other comments for Austin Powers, ladies and gents? Anything at all? No, I I said my piece. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Justin, talk to me. All right. Um, so this one actually had a movie recently, um, but it sucked. So... I think it needs a hard system reset and let's get Ben and Black back in theaters. Ooh, okay. Like, let's get Wait, back on track. If or without Will Smith? Yep. Let me ask you that. After the incident. Did the slaps Uh, hmm. I like Will Smith. I liked him in Men in Black. Maybe go different with different characters again. Um, I don't blame. Uh, what happened with Men in Black International on necessarily the characters being different, I blame it on the characters being not good characters. Um, I think if you have, you know, fleshed out characters with personality and you know, this should be a gold mine. And all right, fine. You can say that Barry Sonnenfeld really captured the magic um, 
of these movies, he directed the first three. Um, but I still think there's a lot of potential with essentially a government agency protecting the identities of aliens from the public from ever knowing they ever exist. I, it's a great concept. Um, you know, we can do, you don't even have to reboot this. Um, you can just do like a time jump, have this take place years into the future, make this more of a generational thing um, with legacy characters there's different ways to approach this. I, I just want this franchise back because I love the original trilogy. And, and it's a shame that it got so derailed. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. It's a good franchise too. It is. You know, it had an animated series. It had a comic book. Yeah. It had it. Will it have a Netflix series next? What? Will it have a Netflix series next? Hello, Netflix, you're greenlit. Literally. Anything else for Men in Black at all or no? Um, just keep it funny. That's my one request is keep it funny. <laughs> all right. Is it my go again? Yep. All right. I got to tell you, so coming up with this list in general was difficult, but I, I, I'm genuinely speaking, I'm actually, we got a third film recently, but I'm actually really excited to see, because I, I heard recently they announced they greenlit more. Now, what that means, what that means is, I don't know what that means as far as like what it goes by, but we just got Ghostbusters 3. Sort of. And, sort of, correct. <laughs> you want more no. Ghostbusters. I would love more Ghostbusters films. The fact that we did Ghostbusters 3 so well after so many years, not the female. I'm not saying the female one was bad either. surprisingly good. It was actually, it was. Ghostbusters Afterlife was a shock. I actually saw that movie in theaters by myself (laughs) because I saw it so late in the game. Um, I saw it in theaters and I was like, holy crap. I am... The only one in the theater it was like the last day it was in theaters, right? Oh, yeah. It was the last possible day it was in theaters. So I, I was like, all right, let me go see it. And I loved it. I was like, and they, they, they set up some stuff towards the very end of it to do more stuff, but not, it was very loose, loosely, um, very loosely um, set up. But I did hear yeah. a, a report did come out recently that there are going to be more Ghostbusters films. Uh-huh. At some point, soon. my question is, 
how and what like because we have egon's daughter spoilers for the movie if you haven't seen it it was really good but like we have egon's daughter we have we have um like bill murray dan Aykroyd, and ernie hudson pretty much back in the roles was sigourney still in ghostbusters or no she was in the very was the end credit scene i forget she was in the end credit scene yeah so she was in that end credits scene but and she was there um i think her and peter are now married if i'm not mistaken so no i i just love what they did with uh her and peter um in the uh last scene just the whole callback with the whole card thing yeah that was that was actually pretty funny there were so many callbacks to the original film it was actually really good as far as like making more Ghostbusters films go, I'm all for it. I mean, it's a fr- it's a viable franchise. It's a recognizable property. People to this day still know what this franchise is or this, these films are. They catch ghosts with these weird backpacks that shoot lasers. It's pretty cool. So uh, that's a very loose description, ladies and gentlemen. But I would love to see more Ghostbusters films. We got the most recent one last year, but I, I would say, you know what? If you can pump them out and do them right, do them right. Have Jason Reitman direct because Ivan Reitman sadly passed away. But do it and do it well. That's all I ask. Because so many people for literally, what, Ghostbusters 2 was 1989, and this one was 2021. Wow. So I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm purposely not counting the female one. Not trying to be, like, you know, gender specific or anything. Not but being, like, I, sexist. Exactly. Thank you. Like, I'm not being sexist. But I will say, I actually saw the one in theaters. And I liked it for what it was, but it was not in the... It got so much backlash, but yeah, I I didn't hate the all female Ghostbusters for what for the whole reason the internet hated it. I hated it more because it erased what came before it. It yeah, it was the full reboot and. Yeah, it was a full reboot. Um, it was unnecessary. The comedy did not work for me, and no, not at all. That was that was a huge thing. Is they made it more of a comedy instead of a horror comedy, which is what Ghostbusters is is a horror comedy. Right. Correct. Yes. Um, and they went full on comedy with it, and and. I like Paul Feig's other movies, you know? Um, Heat, hysterical. But... Yes. Yeah, the this movie just did not land. Um, and I was really receptive for anything else. Yeah. So... Here's a here's a quick question for you guys. If we if we did not get the rebooted Ghostbusters... If we, if we did... If we did not get the Ghostbusters 2016 reboot, do you think we would have gotten the Ghostbusters Afterlife? I think it would have happened. Okay. I'll be honest. I don't think the reboot would have mattered. Uh, if, if Harold Ramis didn't die, it might have yeah. been a little... Uh, easier for it to happen of course um because i think harold ramus was 
the real catalyst that said, okay, we can't do a sequel anymore. Time to reboot. But, uh, you know, I think what they did with the Afterlife um, treated Egon's death with class and respect. It was actually done very tastefully, I thought. Um, and the family of Harold Ramis thought the same. I agree. I think that they, uh, I think that they, the passing of, I keep calling him Egon, the passing of Harold Ramis actually like, and incorporating that into the story as well was actually a really smart move. Yes. Uh, uh, and it worked out instead of recasting and whatnot, but I think we got to say, we got to see Harold Ramis on screen one more time. Exactly. Even though it was a computer-generated version of him, it was him. It still worked. Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't done as a cash grab. It was done as a loving homage. Yeah, like, we're going to pay respects to you. Yeah. And plus, he was the co-creator of the franchise. Him and Dan Aykroyd co-wrote the original script. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, the, the original, the very first original Ghostbusters, the first film. Um. Written by Dan Aykroyd um, was a lot more technical in his script. Okay. Because, um, you know, Dan Aykroyd's kind of uh, nuts. Yeah, he's still a cuckoo, but he's he's still Dan Aykroyd. But, but here is uh, Crystal Head Vodka is pretty good. <laughs> oh, really? You know, when he's not talking about aliens and UFOs. Yeah. Or ghosts, for that matter. Or ghosts. Frickin' Dan Aykroyd. Um, But yeah, Ghostbusters, I'd love to see more films. In fact, didn't, if I'm not mistaken, for, during the first Ghostbusters film we got in 2016 with the all-female cast, if I'm not mistaken, we actually got uh, the, uh, the, the... Before the film came out, I remember this thing called Ghost Corpse. Dan Aykroyd actually founded like a company for any future Ghostbusters material or products, films, movies, TV shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made a company through Sony to do any future like Ghostbusters type products. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's becoming a lot more commonplace now. You know how? Uh, yeah. Uh, Disney has Marvel Studios. Warner Brothers has DC Films. Um, and Harry Potter. Wizarding World. Yep. And this is the, this was another one on there, so yeah, it's another production company used to create in a in a certain franchise. If only Paramount would do that with Star Trek, the same. I feel like they might. That's me. Uh, but those are my picks. So I picked. I chose the He Man, Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, and Ghostbusters. Those are my big three. My honorable mentions were Planet of the Apes. We did get three films recently, and those films were great. I mean, Ali and I were talking about those films beforehand. And my other one was Star Trek. I, I cannot wait to see the next Star Trek film in the in the rebooted Calvin timeline. I cannot wait for those. So I'm a, a huge fan of those films, truthfully. But um, yeah, but th- those are my two honorable mentions. But uh, Ali, what's your next? What's your next pick if you have one? So besides my two picks, I mean besides. Well, my two picks were Austin Powers and, oh my God, I lost it. It was Austin Powers and Kill Bill. I mean, my honorable mentions, 
I didn't mention this, but it came to mind and before we decided to cut it was Jaws. I'd love to see another Jaws movie. And then it is a feel good movie. I want to see another Fockers movie, like the whole Meet the Fockers thing. But the real one I want to see rebooted or back in theaters, I want to see a four fact to the future. I know people are going to complain about it, but come on, let's not make it all about Michael J. Fox. Uh, Let's have this set in 2015. Let's have his kids accidentally steal the DeLorean and let them get in trouble back in time. Let them screw time. (laughs) Justin, you go first. Why? Why? It's perfect as it is. We have three perfect movies. Why taint that? I love these movies. They were my childhood. They Some of it doesn't age well, granted, but they're products of their time and they're awesome. And we missed the mark on a lot when it came to 2015. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. To do a continuation of it would it just or even a series, to be honest. I don't know. I, this one, this one's just, it was done so perfectly. Can I share my two, th- my, two my two cents? Go for it. Back to the future is my top 10 favorite films of all time. Let me start by saying that. This is this is a this is a film series and a trilogy that I grew up with very heavily. So much so that when I was driving out one day with my parents when I was like ten or eleven, I, when I saw DeLorean, I shit you not, we almost bought it. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not <laughs> kidding. I kid you. Not, we saw one for sale. We saw one out there. It was going to go up for auction. I'm like, Dad, please, can we get this car? Can we put like a $6,000 deposit on it right now? And he's like, maybe let's talk about it. And then we talked to the guy and they're like, no, it's going to fraction. And I got, damn it. They crushed my dreams. But anyways, this is a film, a trilogy in general that I feel could be, you could, you could do it again. It's been a long time. This is one of the few 80s films that has not been like touched at all. But I would say, is it too much to ask? I, I see your point, Allie, of like wanting to bring it back for like a new generation and whatnot. Of like, hey, I mean, the they people, did but, it with the Karate Kid by doing Cobra Kai. Exactly. But if they were to do a Back to the Future series, you know, it's funny. I, I talked about this at one point on, the, on our show. 
And I said, there, there are other storylines in Back to the Future, like in, in Elseworld type of stuff. There's a, there was a video game at one point. There was a graphic novel at one point. Of all yeah, the, the Telltale game is technically Back to the Future 4. Um, yeah. So there's... Allie, if you haven't uh, played the Telltale game, I highly recommend it. It's, yeah. it's When I have the time to. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think some things are. I feel like th- this is something that you can leave untouched. But if you were to touch it, you'd have to. I would say the key part is the casting, because Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are iconic in these roles. Of course. But if, if you bring them back, though, if you bring it like if you reboot it, say we're gonna redo the whole thing. The key is the casting to me personally. That's the big, big, big thing. So. So that's me though. I like this pick though. That's good. I mean, it, I when I was thinking, I was like, okay, some people are probably going to yell, some people are going to argue. I'm like, you know what? Let's see what people have. I agree. No, I, I, I thank you for bringing it up. I, when, when you first said it, I was like, oh no. And then the more we thought about, it, like, you know what? You could do it, but and plus they're doing a they're doing a, a musical for. It I want to see that on Broadway. I heard that they're doing that on Broadway. Like so. You have to see like the, the West End. They have clips floor. about it in the West End in London. Okay. And when I saw clips, I'm like, oh my gosh. When this gets to Broadway, I am buying tickets for this. I swear to God, if I see a DeLorean in my, at my job within the next year, like, <laughs> we do a lot of work with Broadway. That's why. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll talk more about it later, Justin. I didn't know you worked for Broadway. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, any other comments for Back to the Future before we go to Justin's last pick? I, I, I have one more thing that I want to touch on really quick. And um, personally. But, yeah, but Justin, are we all set for Back to the Future? Okay. All right, cool. Cool. Justin, what's your – if you have okay, a pick, what do so you This one – the last, the film came out recently, very recently, actually, but not in the way I would have liked to see it. And it's very obvious that it's not going to be continued. Um, and before I continue, no, I am not one of those bots on Twitter that's her, that's causing all this mayhem and all that. Um, but Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, wow. Really? I really wanted to see where that whole thing was going. Wait, are you including the director's cut? I'm talking solely about the director's cut. Wow. Hmm. Um, the Joss Whedon version sucks. The Zack Snyder version is superior. Um, and what they were setting up, not going to lie, I was very, very intrigued. And the cliffhanger that this movie left us on gave me serious blue balls. And... 
I wanted to see more. I again, I am not one of those restore the Snyderverse bots on Twitter, but I would have loved to see what Snyder had planned. It was going from what I heard, it was gonna be insane. Involving Superman breaking bad. Whoa. Um Flash going back in time to uh, save everyone. Batman sacrificing himself um, to save Superman's soul. It was going to get nuts. And all coming to this end game like conclusion in the third movie. I was. I'm sorry, I really want to see Darkseid in his full glory on the big screen. And I'm sure JT shares that sentiment with me. I'm right there with you, buddy. Ellie, I apologize if you're not a fan. Um, no, I just haven't seen the whole director Scott version of this. And I've heard a lot of good things from Bill. I understand it's it's a long watch. <laughs> I mean, it's I take this over watching Titanic any day. No offense. <laughs> no offense to my mother. It, it's you know it's broken up into six six parts, so it it gives you good. You can watch it like it's a mini series, which is cool. No. Oh. Can see that, and honestly, it this probably would make a really good three season show. Like the seasons would be short, but it would be pretty epic. Obviously, on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know that anymore since the whole reshuffling. Oh, that's true, yeah. That's like justice for Batgirl. Yep. Bummer. Yeah, I I, I think the DC universe is, I think it's getting fixed, truthfully, with all Warner Brothers acquisition from Discovery. Like, Discovery bought Warner Brothers, and their their head there is a guy named David Zaslav. David says, I was like, look, we, we see value in our DC property. Superman's our big guy. We're, we're going to see what we can do and just bring them all back. He's making a DC studios now, too. So I think he's all for it. Oh. I don't know if you heard I that. I just realized, but... like, the whole Justice League thing, you are, it's about 242 minutes. I'm like, wow. It's a lot. It it's is long. Hours. It's excessive. Um, probably a good 30 minutes of that is Snyder going overboard with his slow-mo but but it's worth it he he is a little overindulgent but given what happened with his movie i think he kind of deserved that (laughs) at least yeah i'd say so i mean i wouldn't mind seeing another movie so long as it's not four hours like this yeah um i wouldn't even mind if it was three hours like how it was with endgame yeah 
No, well, I it was agree. three hours and one minute, but who's counting? Exactly. Like, like this movie surprised me because Man of Steel I like. Batman v Superman, I do not. I really do not like Batman v Superman. Um, so for this movie to really win me over that much is a testament to the movie. Mm. It's also a testament to how much the Joss Whedon version blowed. Yeah. Didn't they do the same thing with like the Suicide Squad too? Like redoing that? So after the Snyder Cut came out, um, there were there was talks that David Ayer's Suicide Squad had a similar cut um, that you know the saying you give a mouse a cookie they're going to ask for a glass of milk well of course they did they're asking for the Ayer cut to be released and Warner Brothers is not going to do it and David Ayer is trying to go on like a Zack Snyder like campaign to get that done but Wait, we're talking the we're talking the Suicide Squad, correct? No, we're talking Suicide Squad. We're talking 2016 Suicide Squad. Yes. Oh. Now, the Suicide Squad. Great movie, love that movie. So much goriness. Oh my God, it is glorious gore. <laughs> Just even in like the first 20 minutes of the movie. It was great. It was great. That movie. I rewatched it like last week. It still holds up. <laughs> it came out last year, too. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a it's a sign of a good movie. I can rewatch the movie like five, six times and not get tired of it. <laughs> That's more than I can say with any other DC movie coming out in the past ten years. Oh wow. Big words. So I became a little bit of a James Gunn stan. I am sorry. I mean, James Gunn is good. And honestly, I can't wait to see how he concludes the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, too. So I'm all for it. Can't wait. Um, any other comments for Zack Snyder's Justice League or the DC films in general? Um, re- restore the Snyderverse. I agree. <laughs> I completely agree on that one. So, I mean, let's look at what's going on with the Flash right now. I'm not. I'm not having high hopes of the the new direction of DC films. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we still Shazam 2, Black Adam, but other ones coming out too, so. I know, it's just that the Flash is supposed to determine the whole future of the DC slate. So oh, if that well, movie doesn't get released, everything else becomes in flux. Wow. Yeah, and it comes out next year, next June, I think, a year from now? Yes. Yeah. A little, I a little mean, under, yeah. 
I mean, Ezra Miller, they uh, they released a statement that they're going to get help, so hopefully they do. Okay. Any other comments for DC? Nope. All right. So I, I, I don't normally do this, but I, I want to just jump over to the chat board for a, a couple of seconds because there were, there, were, there were some good con, there were some great comments in there. I don't normally do this, but I, we've had so many people interacting with us, us live. Thank you so much for watching and listening, of course. Um, Hale, I'm going to butcher this. Hylia Nerd said Shrek needs to come back to the big screen. He also, and he also, five's in the works, isn't it? I it is. It was, but it came out at the same time. Uh, Shrek Five, as far as I know, is coming out at some point. I, I'm not sure what the deal is, but I, I do know they're going to make Shrek Five's on the way. Apparently, uh, I, I, why not? It's money. Um, yeah. Sure. He also said, uh, "Our good old friend Matt Hemsley was talking about Austin Powers. He said that was good. Good pick. Um, Thanks, Doctor Matt." Thanks, Dr. Matt Hem- Dr. Matt Hemsley. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> as always. Uh, one of the things he said was Tenacious D deserves a long-awaited sequel. Hmm. So that might I, be a little niche. Might uh, be a little niche, but it, might, it, might, it could work. Let's be real. All right, let's, I mean, it, it could. Oops. But yeah, I mean that's hey, it might it might be niche, but it could work. So who knows? I mean, it is the cult classic. If it's got a following, then why not? So <laughs> I'll be honest, I've never seen it. And I don't know if I'm going to see it. I have not seen it myself. The I've other seen, one I've seen most of it. Okay. Uh the other one he said, and I think we'll I think we'll end it on this note tonight, but I will say this. He was saying also he would love to see a G.I. Joe reboot. Or G.I. Joe, more G.I. Joe films in general. Oh, okay. In the same universe as the Channing Tatum movies? Or? I think a whole reboot itself. Yeah, Probably I, so- I think. I think a I soft think reboot is a good idea. Just make it a soft reboot, because that way you can kind of kind of do like, you can do a soft reboot of it and keep the, you can keep continuation or you can change it up a little bit, however you want to do it. But I think that we haven't seen a G.I. Joe film in what, like 10 years? I thought it was less than that. I don't even know. I mean, it? technically, uh, Snake Eyes was last year. I don't know. I mean, well, well Snake Eyes. If you want, do you, do you want to count that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they do. Looks like there is a new one coming out. I guess so. GI Joe ever ever uh, how do you say it? Ever vigilant. 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 Thank you. Vigilant. I was butchering that. Um. Oh, hey, sorry. He's also saying a reboot is set in the 80s like Bumblebee. Like how Bumblebee is like a kind of like a soft reboot of the Transformers franchise. Yep. So why not do like a soft reboot of G.I. Joe, but set it in the 80s or, or do it or just or reboot and set it like a soft reboot of it in general. I'm all for it. I would love to see the G.I. Joe movie in the 80s. What yeah, do you think, maybe. Justin? It would be like filled with testosterone of course it would be because i'm I'm sorry gi joe as as a franchise is very america yeah very 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 so very much like we're we're gonna do that 
Um, and last one he sells to was Harold and Kumar four. Oh my god! Harold and Kumar. If I can do it, if I can. Hey, you know anything is possible at this point. Let's it's twenty twenty two, baby. Let's just do whatever. True. So I don't know. I I think you know anything is possible at this point. There's no doubt about it. That's true. I mean, you had Sulu from Star Trek in there. Come on. So that, that's me though. Um, any other comments, concerns, anything else you guys want to touch on? All you guys are good. I'm pretty good. All right, Justin, you all set? Um, for Harold and Kumar, Neil Patrick and Harris should make a cameo. <laughs> it has there to you happen. Know. I can agree with that. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. I know, I know. We don't normally go to the chat board, but thank you so much for commenting on there. That was really good. Um, but that will do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching, listening, chat board. You guys were killing it tonight. Thank you so much as always for watching and listening. I want to thank the two fine individuals who helped me out with this tonight. Justin, thank you so much for helping us out because Bill was not here tonight. So, absolutely, it was a pleasure to be here. I'm glad Our you ate life. something too. <laughs> and Allie, thanks for returning. We'd love to have you back more often if you oh can. I mean, if, God, I would love to. Yes, we we can have more discussions about Back to the Future and why it should or should not be rebooted. Aha, there you go. That should be its own episode. That should be a debate post. That should be one of those like debate videos. You know, it's funny, and I'm I'm saying this. I, I, we're we're going to finish our stream in a sec, but I will say this: we did it. We we did a video at one point called "Should or Shouldn't." We should do that again. We did two episodes like "Should Supergirl be turned into Moody or Should." Or shouldn't Kathleen Kennedy be in charge of Lucasfilm? We did stuff like that at one point. We, we, we have to bring that back at one point. That should be interesting. So we'll definitely bring that one back. Yeah. There's a okay. lot of debates. Yes, we, we, we could definitely start a debate show. We'll talk about it. But um, but thank you, of course, for watching and listening. However, you enjoyed us. So follow us on podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do this every Wednesday night for on um on our um in the evening. So but check us out as always on, on Instagram, Twitter at the Super Show. We'll see you guys next week, so stay safe and...